Welcome to Riffer Raff, a musical journey podcast. This is episode three. I am your host, Ryan. I do not have Mickey with me this week or this recording. Um, he had other plans, but that's all right. We can do this by myself. I can uh, handle this, <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully this episode won't suck, but um, this is because this is going to be the first episode where we're actually getting right down to the format of how I am hoping to do this. So, today's episode is on current music. Uh, I'm going as far back... I know I tweeted out I was going to do past four years, but I started, I decided to expand it to six years, because one of the um, suggestions I got was from a song that was from 2016. So I thought, oh, I'll let that one slide, especially since it was... The suggestion was by the guy who helped make the art, uh, cover art for the show. So I was definitely not going to say no, I'm not going to do that because it's not within the last four years. So I expanded it to six years. Uh, so we've got 12 songs. Let's get right into it. And of course, the first song, dang it, Nabbit, Mickey, <laughs> Mickey. Uh, sent this song in and technically I have to count it because it's a video that was made in 2018 it was something we talked about on the last episode this is Donald Trump singing baby shark so somebody took the time to make this compile all the words that Trump has ever spoken and put it into Baby Shark. So I apologize for this. We won't listen to it very long, but fine. We'll listen to it. Um, the video was made by Sam Dubs, and it's got 303,000 likes so far on YouTube and 14 million views So from three years ago. All right, I might as well hit the play button and get this over with. Here we go. Uh, of course, Baby Shark being a popular child song. Oh, gosh. Oh, Mickey, why must you make me suffer for this? Okay, I really don't have much to say about it. Uh, I honestly, you know, the Baby Shark song, it's very catchy, it's very popular with the preschool kids. I used to work in a preschool, so I know they really love this song, but... I definitely don't want to be listening to Donald Trump singing it. Uh, oh gosh, I am playing the whole thing. You know what? Just to get over with it. Uh, yeah, I hope you're happy, Mickey. I'm gonna make you listen to this episode. Because this is just, this is pure torture for me. This is obviously to me is just rap racket. It, 
I, uh, I will give you... A, I will give the creator props for even taking the time to do that, but... Yeah, that was just awful. <laughs> it makes me hate the song even more. I mean... Having to hear that song every day, pretty much at least once a day, from the preschool kids that I used to teach... There would be days where, like, yeah, I'm fully into it, I'll sing along, but... Yeah, this version, I I hope now I will never have to hear it ever again. So now let's actually get on to some actually good quality music. So, uh, the first song that we got submitted that wasn't, you know, for a troll, basically. I'm calling Mickey Troll, basically. Uh, this one is called Vampires by Midnight Vampires. And this was submitted by Yo Crow It's Scarebro. Uh, the guy who helped make the cover art. Thank you again, Yo Crow. So he submitted this on Twitter and he said Retro Wave has made its comeback these last few years. Um, this song was made back in 2016, from what I could find. I really couldn't find much else. Uh, as far as information goes on the song. So let's go ahead and uh, play it and see what it is and see how it goes. Okay. I like. I think that's the saxophone on the air. I like I like the beat it's going with. Yeah, this is a I'm liking this. I'm digging it. It makes me feel. The way I, when I'm when I close my eyes and I listen to this makes me feel like I'm in a in a club from back to like in the 80s or something. Oh gosh, that is beautiful sax. That that is definitely saxophone. And if I'm wrong, please correct me. But because this is what this is where it would be helpful to have actually somebody who is experienced in recognizing instruments and all that. I just enjoy listening to music. I'm really not a musical expert by any means and that's what was nice about having Mickey around, but I am I will bet a a portion of my pride on it being saxophone. This yeah, this, I, I like this. This is a great submission. Thank you, Yo Crow. But yeah, no, I'm definitely getting an 80s feel from it. And I'm not sure about the lyrics, but um, yeah, I like it. I think I might have to download this. Yeah, I would say this is a, definitely a sweet riff. I, yeah, definitely sweet riff, because yeah, I am really digging the saxophone right now. It's very good. Makes me... This would fit really good in an 80s movie. Um, movie. 
All right. I think we're going to be good there. I don't want to get in any trouble for, uh, for you know, copyright or anything. But, yeah, uh, that was Vampires provided by uh, Yokro Scarebro. I dig it. That's a sweet riff. Definitely going to have to download that at some point. All right. Let's take a look at the next song we've got. So this was another submission from Twitter. This was from Your Lonely Sad Boy. <laughs> Um, his song submission was Never Gonna Ask You But Today I Have To by Hunter Maples. Uh, this was another song I really couldn't find a whole lot on, so I'm hoping maybe some of you listeners might be able to tell me more about it, or maybe, um, your lonely sad boy can... Uh, tweet some more information after the episode's released about the song. So, let me, uh, oh gosh, dang it, I, no, that wasn't what I wanted to click. No, I lost it, now I gotta find it again. Bear with me, bear with me. Um, hang on, hang on, come back. That was not what I wanted to click. Yeah, shoot. Man, I wish I had some cue technical difficulties music. (laughs) Okay, did I get it? Oh, that's just the sample. Hang on, I want the whole thing. Hang on, I'll be right back. Once I... We're going to edit this. Cue edit point. Okay, I'm back. Now I got it. Alright, here we go. Um, hmm. The beat's not bad, but I'm not really sure about this one. I'm not really sure how to feel about this one, (laughs) to be quite honest. Oh, hang on a second. My wife's interrupting me. What's up? I just want to say a few words about the song. All right, fine. Say something. Uh, As you said, the beat's really good. I'm not sure about the lyrics, though, and how, uh, with the pacing of it, Uh, it's not really, like... For other people, it probably like speaks them, but to me, I'm just not like. Yeah, I think that's what's kind of bugging me. Maybe it's the vocals. I'm not sure how I feel about the singer. Yeah, so that's all I want to say. Okay, well, (laughs) thank you for your contribution. In fact, feel free to join in anytime. You're welcome. Yeah. Bye. That's my wife, Crystal. Yeah, I'm, uh,. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with her on that points and all that. It's not bad. I won't say it's Raff Racket, but it's not something I'm going to download. It's not... It doesn't really speak to me. But thank you, your lonely sad boy, for submitting that. Um, 
But yeah, no, I'm just, I'm not really feeling it too much. Other than the beat. The beat kind of feel, I, I kind of like. So, not Raff Racket, but definitely I wouldn't call it Sweet Riff. Anyway, let's go. Now, we're out of submissions, but I'm hoping we, as we gain more listeners, that uh, we'll get more song submissions. So, these are songs now that I've looked up that are popular in the last uh, six years. So, from 2021, this song is Enemy by uh, Imagine Dragons and... Oh, gosh, what was it? Uh, J.I.D. and League of Legends. So, the information I was actually able to pull up on this... on this song um, was from an article from Sound Facts and talks about a little bit about the lyrics and all that. The first two thirds of the song um, the is sung by the lead singer from Imagine Dragons. And he was explaining um some of the lyrics saying that how people would tell him to his face that he's the greatest, but as soon as he would slip up, they would turn on him. And I kind of definitely get that feeling from the lyrics from when I listened to it. This was this song was made for an animated show uh, for the Netflix series Arcane. Um... But uh, I've heard this song a few times on the radio, um, so I'm pretty sure you'll probably know what I'll think of it. Uh, but according to uh, Reynolds, the song is about like internal conflict in a world where sometimes it feels impossible to trust even yourself. And I definitely feel like from when I've heard it on the radio... Definitely, I get that feel, but uh, let's go ahead and play that song. I've never actually heard. Let's see. Uh, look I, at this. I've, I've I don't know if you heard, but uh, Crystal said she hears heard it plenty of times on the radio. But let's go ahead and give it a play. Um, I don't think I'll ever get tired of listening to Dan Reynolds sing. <laughs> I like his voice. I like I'm liking the beat of it. Yep, so there's the Yeah, I definitely get that feeling from what he was saying in that article. My enemy. Yeah, this is definitely. Yeah, I'm liking this. I think I'm just gonna go ahead and download that right now. Oh, sorry. I just went ahead and just downloaded the song. <laughs> but yeah, no, I um. Here, here we go. We get playing again. 
Yeah, I'm really digging that beat. <laughs> I like how he said it. You gotta be careful, can't sing too loud or it might wake up my kid. Yeah, this is very interesting. Oh. Wow, that guy really can rap fast. Holy smokes. Holy smokes, man, he's quick. Man, if I'm going to try and sing this part, I'm going to have to learn this part of the lyrics really quick. That's a mouthful. Holy moly. All right, we're going to stop that. That is a mouthful. Holy smokes. Uh, let's see, what else could I find? Um, yeah, oh, okay, so he, so when Reynolds was talking about this in the article, he, um, he talked about, um, Arcane's story of conflict between his two, between two sisters, uh, lending a division that threatens to tear his city apart, like in the series, the song is meant to be both personal and a critique of society that seems intent on creating division. Yeah, that definitely feels like it. It feels like everybody, you know, can be at each other's throats. Especially just recently with the whole Roe versus Wade overturn. I've seen both sides, you know, the sides being very happy about the decision. And the other side obviously not being very happy. I won't put my two cents in. I don't want to get political on this podcast, but... So, I'm just going to leave it at that. And we'll move on to the next song on the list here. Let's see. Make sure. Sometimes my system crashes. Okay, we're still good. Still recording. So, the next song um, I've got here is 10 Things I Hate About You by Leah Kate. So, let's get that song pulled up. And... This uh, this song was so Leah Kate literally made a song about an ex boyfriend and ten things she literally hated about him after the breakup. Uh, kudos to you for you know actually taking the time to write it into music. It seems like a lot of music though that I listen to is about um about breakups or heartbreak and all that. Maybe I'm just a lonely, sad boy, too. Um, but yeah, let's go ahead and just play that and see what it sounds like. Oh, dang it, ads. No. Yeah, 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 skip. All right, here we go. Oh, the story of cheating. Oh. I like her voice.
Ooh, yeah. I like that drum beat. Fast pace. Ouch. Oh yeah, I'm liking that guitar. I like the lyrics too. <laughs> I've Oh man. No, yeah. No, this step this episode's gonna be marked explicit for those lyrics. Um, yeah, I like it. I'm digging it. Yeah, I'll stop it right there. But uh, yeah, no, I think that that's definitely a sweet riff. I oh, I forgot to say that for uh, for enemy. Well, obviously it was a sweet riff for enemy because I immediately downloaded that. But I think I'm gonna have to download that one too. You know, uh, I've actually had experience. I've I had a girlfriend in high school who cheated on me, and yeah, it it sucks. It the getting cheated on is one of the worst feelings. I have ever experienced in my life, but apparently that wasn't bad enough because I did try to get back with her and forgive her for that, but she continued to do that each time, so I was the dummy who kept giving her chances, so, but yeah, no, I really, I like the, I like Leah Kate's vocals, the the drum beat, the, the guitar, definitely, definitely good song. I like that. I can see why it's popular on, it was popular on YouTube. Let's see, how many views was that? 5.9 million views right now? From where, I, for the lyric video anyway. Um, but yeah, no, great song. I think I'll definitely have to download that or add it to my wish list. Sweet riff, definitely. Uh, oh, here's the one that I know I... Okay, so this one I picked just because I hear it on the radio so much and I did want to have something to say about it. Um, but this is Bad Guy by Billy... I, I hope I pronounced that last name. Billy Eilish? Um, but anyway... So this song was actually... I've heard it... Um, I heard it play for that animated movie, but most of the time, uh, the bad guy animated movie. Um, so let's see, let me pull up what I was found when I did research on this. It was released on March 29th of 2019, so not that too long ago, but I hear it every once in a while on the radio when I'm driving. Um... Let's see. Oh, gosh. I should have put this in better notes. The song is described as an electro-pop, dance-pop, pop-trap, and new goth-pop in some reviews. Oh, it's got synth baits and kick drum, finger snaps, 808 bass. I should have definitely wrote better notes. Uh... So, in this song, Eilish is uh, taunting her lover for being a bad guy while suggesting that uh, she is more resilient than he is. That's interesting. I definitely didn't really get a uh, feel for that when I've heard it, but 
let's go ahead and just uh let's go ahead and just play that song shall we get that ready to go i got it here uh probably gonna get hit with another ad come on load already Uh, there's the ad. Uh, no, this is one I can't skip. What else could I find? Interesting. Oh, wow. It's got 1.1 billion views on... On YouTube, holy moly! Uh, I am watching the official music video, so. Well, upon its uh, re uh, release, it got mostly positive reviews. Um, let's see. It won MTV Millennial Awards for Global Hits. It's won Best Editing for the Music Video. Okay. Won Best Song at MTV Europe Music Awards. Yeah. Best Pop Song from Melon Music Awards. Best Pop Song, wow. I mean, I definitely... Ooh, yeah. Wow, this video is very interesting. <laughs> yeah, I, I like the, the, the snapping. It adds to it. Adds to the... To, like, the danciness of it, I like. I think I'm just going to go ahead and stop here for that song, but I mean, so here's what I, what my thoughts of it. I like all, pretty much the whole thing until it reaches to that end where it changes up the, and the beats not as, it loses me at the end of it. Um, I actually prefer the version that's sung by the interrupters. It's more rock and roll and it's got a trombone in there. Um, we'll definitely play that at some point in the future. But, yeah, the thing that I like about it is definitely that that beat, that synth that's in there. I think that's what I'm hearing anyway. Um, again, this with this being, you know, this first episode on doing this kind of thing, I'm definitely going to have to work on getting better on my notes and all that. But, yeah, I, it's definitely, I like the electro-ness um of it. It's definitely, it definitely feels poppy. I'll say that much. So, I guess I'll give it the sweet riff just because I do like it. But as soon as that last part of it hits, it goes to Raff Racket right at the end for me. But, uh, so yeah, that was... That was Bad Guy. This next one, I have heard several times through TikTok. It's a very...
popular one on the TikTok sounds. Uh, this is Wellerman by Nathan Evans. It, the reason I like it from when I've heard it on TikTok, it, it, it reminds me of, of uh, sea shanties. Um, so, Nate, this is Nathan Evans' version. He's Nathan Evans is a Scottish musician. Um, so this is uh, obviously a sea shanty that's very popular. But uh, anyway, for his version, um, it's more described as a ballad, but um, there's a lot of a lot of remixes and versions of this one, but this is the only one I've kind of heard. But anyway, uh, let's go ahead and play that. Uh, more ads, of course. Mm. From Bell Fitness Water. Okay, can we skip the ad, please? I wish. Oh. Wow. There we go. Start that. Once was a ship that put to sea. The name of the ship was a belief of tea. The winds blew up her bird up down. I like it. I love his voice. Very good. Anyway, it, the song is referring to the Wellerman of uh, supply ships uh, that was owned by the uh, Weller brothers, who were amongst the earliest European settlers. Of a place called Odigo? I would definitely have to go find some other version of this, but I, I definitely like Nathan Evans' version of it. Definitely feels modern. I like that steady beat. I am a fan of sea shanties, especially if you've ever played uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag. Part of the, my favorite thing about that game was um, listening to the sea shanties uh, as you would uh, sail on your ship. Oh yeah, I definitely. If I, if I was singing, if I was a part of a pirate ship, I'd definitely be, or any ship for that matter, I'd definitely be singing this sea shanty. So it's, so from what I've looked up when I when I did some research on this. The song's lyrics are describing a whaling ship called the Billy O.T., and it's hunting for a certain whale, the right whale, or I guess like maybe Moby Dick. <laughs> you know, finding your Moby Dick or something. Um, anyway, the song continues. It's describing how the ship's crew hope for a whalerman to arrive and bring them the supplies of, of luxuries. Mm. Which makes sense. I mean, definitely sounds like that. And that's the end of that. Oh, wow. 
I let that whole thing play. But uh, yeah, I I really like that. I think I'm definitely going to call that a sweet riff. And, you know, I think I might have to add that to my wish list of songs to download. But yeah, no, I really love Sea Shanties. That's definitely a really good one. I like Again, I really like Nathan Evans' uh, vocals there. And, you know, the Scottish accent is beautiful. Um, I actually found out I took a DNA test and found out I was a good portion of Scottish in my family. So, but yeah, no, definitely great song. Let's uh, move on to the next one. Uh, let's see. Oh, yes. This one. This one's also one I've heard many a time on the radio. And most recently, it was used in uh, the Miss Marvel Disney Plus show trailer and was in the first episode, too, uh, as it started the, as the episode started. This is if you haven't guessed by now, is Blinding Lights by The Weeknd that was released back in 2019. Um, I really... So, I, I, you know what? The heck with it. I'm going to go ahead and just start playing that song because I can talk about some of the things I found and, and also describe my feelings about it in, as I'm telling you the research of what I found. So, uh, oh good, this is an ad I can actually skip. And now, skipping that. Um, but this song won the International Hit of the Year for the Danish Music Awards. Oh gosh, yes, I love this. Love it. Boom, boom, doo -doo 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 -doo. It definitely, one of the things I've found about that a lot of people like about it is it, it gives a very 80s feel, and I'm a huge fan of 80s music. And plus, I really like The Weeknd. Um, it's a good band. They've got, I love the singer, though I will admit I don't know the name of the singer. I don't know much about the band. But the songs I've heard from this band, I've enjoyed. Uh, it's also won MTV Music Video Awards in Japan for Best Male Video International. Um, let's see, what was it? It was named one of the best pop songs in 2020, built by Billboard and I think this one was on the number one for quite a long time or at least in the top 100 songs um, yeah I gotta learn to do better notes <laughs> oh gosh yeah I really love this song um Yeah, I love this. Uh, the song is written in the key of F Dorian with a tempo of 171 beats per minute. Yeah, I'm definitely loving that beat on there. Um, yeah. 
Oh yeah, this is such a good song. I love it. Um, oh yeah, there's one record I forgot about. Um, the the song topped the Billboard Hot 100 for four weeks and set the rec- new records as the songs as the song with the most weeks spent in the top five and top ten. But I yeah, I definitely can see why. Definitely a sweet riff. I am definitely going to be downloading that song. It's it's great. It's absolutely great. I just love it. Love that beat. I love the fact that it makes me feel like I am in the 80s, even though I didn't grow up in the 80s. Um, so yeah, let's go ahead and move on to the next song here. So this song was, is called Behind Your Walls by The Offspring. This is a song that I... Um, I really haven't, I don't think I've ever heard this one yet. So I'm going to be interested in how it sounds. But uh, let's see, what, let me pull up the articles that I was reading for that one right here. This is such great content with silence. I'm sure I've lost few listeners already by that um so the off this article let's see the so this was their new single back in oh gosh when back in, oh this is the most recent uh this article was posted back in 2022 this is from the you discover music website uh so let's see what can i tell you about it um, let's see. The song evoked a sense of a couple trying to connect through emotional barriers that have been building over time, explains Hardwick, which I believe Hardwick is the lead singer or the, oh no, director, oh sorry, director and animator Jeb Hardwick worked closely with the lead singer and songwriter Dexter Holland to create a visual accompaniment to the song's lyrics. So this is about the music video. That was the lyric. That was the video. Um, so anyway, Hardwick was explaining that uh, he wanted to take the take that prompt and turn it into a dark fairy tale and a sort of dystopian take on the classical storytelling structure of writers like the Brothers Grimm. And he wanted the video to have an ambiguous, dreamlike aesthetic to it. So I. So he was keen on taking away some of the sharpness and Christmas usually associated with CGI and give a sense of being somewhere between a moving painting and a 1920s German expressional film. So I'm going to go ahead and play that music video and let's go ahead when and COVID see. Did, Ugh. On YouTube, you and your ads, man. We provided free COVID testing to millions of uninsured Americans. We're committed to serving low-income um, the guitarist uh, Noodles offered further about it is uh, the bat behind your walls is trying to reach somebody who is feeling isolated and alone or depressed. So okay, here we go. Oh yeah, I definitely uh, black and white. Okay, interesting choice. Ooh, okay. I like the singer. Oh, 
I like that voice. And that guitar playing. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, I like this video. It's pretty cool. Sorry, I'm not saying much. I just I'm actually really getting in just really listening to the lyrics and trying to get the sense of it. Yeah, I have not heard this song before, but I like it. I feel like this is a song I definitely would listen to, would have listened to in high school if it came out then. It definitely feels like mid two thousands, as far as like songs that I would listen to. It fits those genre, the genre of rock and roll, or I don't know what genre this is, but. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and stop before I get probably hit with a copyright or something or complaints. I don't know. Because I'm not really doing the part of commentating and all that. But uh, yeah, no, I like that. I, I think uh, I'm definitely going to call that one a sweet riff. And probably going to have to add that to my wish list of songs to download. Yeah, no, I really like it. Um, I'll probably have to do dive deeper into the uh, lyrics. But yeah, I definitely got that feel of what they were saying um, in that article. That um, you're reaching for somebody when you're feeling alone. And sometimes it feels impossible to grab a hold of that person. That's what the um, guitarist Noodles was still adding. There was still more, he said. How do you, he said, and I quote, how do you reach out and, gra and get through the emotional chasm that exists? Sometimes it feels impossible to grab a hold of that person and pull them back to safety emotionally and mentally. The song is about that struggle. And, you know, just from the few minutes of playing that, yeah, I can definitely get, I get that feeling. I think they accomplished uh, getting that feeling through there. And the music video definitely helped as well. But yeah, no, good song. I like it. I think, I think I might have a few songs written by or that I have on my iTunes library from The Offspring. I'll have to look. But yeah, no, great song. Definitely gonna add that um, to my download list. Uh, we've got three songs left. This one is this next one is called Death Row. Ooh, Death Row by Thomas Rhett. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, I have not heard this one, I don't think, either. I tried to, like I said, I'm trying to get, um, expose myself to newer music and songs that I've never heard before. Um, I added a few songs that I did know, just because, just to have that familiarity. Um, and plus I really liked them and I like talking about them. <laughs> um... So yeah, let me pull up what uh, 
get this one ready to go. Death Row by Thomas Ritz. And let's see, what was I able to find about this song? Uh, let's see. So, oh, this is a country song. That's right. I wanted to add different uh, genres. So this one is Thomas Red Tells the... Oh, wow. Okay. So the article that I had found was the Thomas Red, the guy who made the song, tells the story behind his powerful new song. Um, new release, Death Road, featuring Tyler Hubbard and Russell Dickinson is the epitome of country music. This is straight from the article, not me saying anything. A uh, powerful true story transformed into lyrics that will stop you in your tracks. Okay, well, definitely interested in that. Uh, the song is inspired by a trip of the three friends and musician took to visit nearly 50 inmates on death row at a Nashville prison nearly two years ago as a part of a prison ministry. While certainly a scary experience to start, it ended up being one that would solidify their faith and change their hearts forever. Again, this is straight from the article. Uh, this quote from Rhett, uh, We went to the prison here in Nashville and brought some guitars and played some songs for the 45 people that were on death row. Um, never in a million years did I ever think uh, I would have been in that seat. I was honestly a little terrified, you know? Um, and he continues saying that he played, started playing songs, and felt like he was just playing songs to people that he knew. One guy got up and sang the most incredible version of Amazing Grace you've ever heard. It was a strange spiritual experience. It put life into such a weird perspective, and it kind of just reminded me of, I don't know, just the fragility of life. So that's from the, uh, the singer, the guy who wrote it. So let's go ahead and, um... Uh, Let's go ahead and play it. I'm definitely interested. I have definitely not heard this. So. And again with the ads. I might have to start editing out the ads playing. I don't know. Seems like too much work. Oh, what the? Okay. There we go. And that's one thing I love about country music, is the acoustic guitar. Just the sound of it. But it also gives a feel like all country music is the same. <laughs> as far as the way it sounds, but anyway, here we go. It's such a beautiful instrument. Oh, it's literally, the song is literally talking about that. Okay. I forgot how literal country music can be. I like the singer. I like his voice. That seems to be a common theme this episode. I'm liking a lot of the voices of... of I like that. It's pretty. I like that. That's one of... Oh, different things. 
Oh, yeah, this was the featuring Tyler Hubbard and Russell Dickinson. Dickerson. Uh, that's the appeal of country music. Just the acoustic guitar and honestly that, that southern voice. Uh, or those southern vocals. Alright, I'm gonna go ahead and stop that there. Um Yeah, no, that's that's pretty. I like that. I definitely get the sense of the story. I just, yeah, I, I really don't know what else much I can say about it, you know, I mean, I really have nothing to contribute there, I'm so sorry, maybe I shouldn't have picked this one. It's a pretty song, I think, you know, I would definitely call it a sweet riff, but I'm not sure if I really would download it. I mean, I as much as I enjoy country music, I have to be in the right mood for country music. And this song, I feel like if I would listen to it, it would be definitely something I would listen to. If it started playing on the radio, I would stay on that station and go ahead and listen to it. But as far as downloading it, I think I'm going to pass. But as far as it being a sweet riff or a rap racket, I definitely would say this is more of towards the uh, sweet riff variety. But cool story. I'm glad they got that kind of experience. Because, yeah, I'm sure you'll definitely get perspective on just how how fragile life can really be. And just how important the gift of life can be. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on to something maybe hopefully more cheerful. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, this will definitely put, cheer me up a little bit. Because the next artist is Taylor Swift and her song, Ready For It. Um... Uh, from 2017. Oh, gosh. Have I heard... I think I might have heard this song a couple times on, like, commercials. Um, I also remember Taylor Swift back in high school because she was more... She was singing more country, and then I think she transitioned to, um, pop music and all that. Uh, so anyway, what was I able to find here? Uh, so this is... Um, this is from her album Reputation, uh, and it was a promotional, it was initially released as a promotional single on September 3rd of 2017. Hey, that's Sam's birthday. Uh, my son, he was born on September 3rd of 2020. So, yeah, uh, that's kind of cool that his, the song came out on his birthday. Uh, so what else could I find about this? The song impacted radio on September 17th as the second official single. The song itself is an electrical, electro pop, industrial pop, EDM, and a progressive pop song. Um, it, oh, she's rapping in this. Okay. Um, over some deep sympathizers, heavy bass drops. Ooh, I do love myself a heavy bass drop. And programmed drums. Uh, the song revolves around the subject of which Swift names a killer using Hollywood 
imagery such as bank heist, going undercover, ransom, jail. Okay, interesting. Uh, let's go ahead and and, uh, and play that song, shall we? Oh gosh. Oh good. Skippable ad. Bye bye. Oh yep, I have heard this before. I've definitely heard it somewhere in a com probably commercial. I I recognize that bass beat. Okay. Wow, she's actually not bad. Oh, Uh, see how long, how did this song get? Uh, received positive reviews from music critics, calling it improvement uh, from Swift's previous single "Look What You Made Me Do." Um, she made something ungainly and goofy, something that was probably a terrible idea, and then they still made it sound like a towering, colossal pop music. Oh, that's some quotes from some other songwriters. Oh, yep, I've heard that before. Uh, it opened at number 35 on the Billboard Pop Songs chart with a radio audience of 13 million. And it peaked at number 12 on the Mainstream Top 40 chart, number 10 on the Billboard Adult 40 chart, and number 26 on the Adult Contemporary chart. Oh, in Canada, the song peaked at number seven. That's nice. Mm. I always did like Taylor Swift's voice. It's really nice. It's very pretty. But I, I like... Like with so much other music, I have to be in the right mood to kind of listen to it. So I'm going to go ahead. Oh, wait. We'll do this part. You ready for it? I do like that part. That part's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I have to be in the right kind of mood to listen to Taylor Swift sometimes. I'm not exactly a huge fan, but from what I've heard, from what I've listened, and what people have suggested, she's pretty good. Um, hmm. Where do I rank this? Do I say it's Sweet Riff or Rough Racket? It seems kind of wrong to say Taylor a Taylor Swift song's Rough Racket, but um, I'd say it's somewhere in the me. I don't think I'm gonna download it, but um, it's not bad. I don't think it's bad. I definitely like certain parts of that song. I'll just say it's. I'm sure for some people it's a Sweet Riff. But I'm just gonna go undecided. I think I need to think of a third option when I don't when it doesn't meet the in between. But it's okay. I'll just go with it. it's okay. Uh, let's see. Oh yes, and now we are finally to our last song. This song is from one of my favorite bands and one that I constantly listen to. Uh, this is by Fozzy. This is a song they released not this just this year in 2022. 
Uh, I am a huge fan of Fozzie because the lead singer is one of my favorite professional wrestlers, Chris Jericho. Um, and I actually have been, and despite me saying this is one of my favorite bands, I have not yet heard this song yet. It's called I Still Burn. And I um, I actually wanted to save this, this song to hear it for the first time for you guys. So let's go ahead. Uh, oh, I'm going to get the video ready, get ready to get the skip the ad. But let me... Uh, let me pull up what I was able to find on the song. So this article is from Loudwire. Um, it's about the music video too. Um, so they've been chatting up the yada yada yada. Okay, so this is from Jericho himself. I actually got an autograph from Chris Jericho when he released one of his albums. Um, anyway, um, it's, uh, he says, he goes on to say, I Still Burn is the story of the dream, the dreams, the passion, and the fire that lies within all of us to be the absolute best we can be and do whatever it takes to achieve the goals that make our dreams come true, exclaimed Jericho, and continued on saying the sacrifices, the losses, and the triumphs that we have all experienced make up the lyrical DNA of this song. I Still Burn is Ozzy's mission statement, our life's work, and our destiny, and we are so proud to share this message of victory with our Fozzy family. Plus, Rich's guitar solo, uh, I won't say this part, effing rock, effing rules. <laughs> that sounds like something Jericho would say. I absolutely love Chris Jericho. He's such a great guy. Um, all right, so let's go ahead. I'm so excited to hear this because, I, again, I was saving this just for you guys to listen to it for the first time. So here we go. I Still Burn by Fozzie. I'm pulled, I pulled up the music video, too. I love some of Fozzie's music videos. The one thing I love about Fozzie is, like I said, about it's not just the fact I'm a fan of Chris Jericho as a wrestler. He is a phenomenal singer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Once again, nail it out, knock it out of the park. This is good. I absolutely love the guitar work in Fozzie. This is one of the reasons why I have so many of their songs downloaded. Part of the reason, uh, part of the uh, stipulation of getting Jericho's autograph was I had at the event, it was an FYE. And I was like, I wanted to get in line and get him signed my one of my WWE DVDs of him. And they said you have to buy the album to uh, get in, to get the autograph. I'm like, okay, that's uh, easy enough. So I bought the album, got it autographed. Unfortunately, it was stolen from me because I left it in my car, and I was an idiot who left it in my car. 
and it got stolen from me. But I still have the autographed DVD at least. Oh yeah. I just love the I love the drum work and I love the guitar work this band puts. That is so good. Oh, that's nice. That is definitely... No surprise to myself, this is definitely a sweet riff. absolutely like it. Yep, I'm going to be adding that to my wish list to download. Heck, I might just download that right now. Uh, well, that... I mean... As far as all the other songs I've heard from Vozzy, I'm not sure it's going to be my one of my favorites. I don't know if it beats my absolute favorite song, which I will be playing for you guys in the near, in the future at some point. Um, but no, that is a really good one. I like that. I'm definitely going to have to listen to that song a couple times just to get really used to the, um, the lyrics and trying to get that story that Jericho was saying in that article. Well, guys, that, that wraps it up. Uh, that wraps up the episode three. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, this is the first time I'm doing this, uh, the format that I'm wanting to do. I think this would probably benefit by having somebody else here with me who might know more about music as far as like beats and all that to you know, the, get all the technical terms right. Um, but yeah, no, that was... That was fun. I enjoyed uh, listening to all that. Uh, so, what's going to be up for the next episode? Well, before I say that, I will apologize that this episode was late. Last weekend, uh, Mickey was also busy again. Um, he was doing stuff with his dad because it was Father's Day weekend. I was busy that weekend and just exhausted from work and just wasn't in the mood. Um, but I'm going to be releasing this right away. As you clearly can tell, like I said on Twitter. Uh, but the next episode we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing songs of the summer. Summer songs. So I would like you guys to send me your suggestions for songs that make you think of summertime or songs that you absolutely love to listen to um, in the summer. Songs that make you think of the summer, like going to the beach, going boating, camping, anything. Uh, there will be no genre restriction. No um, release date restriction. Every, anything goes, basically. As long as it reminds you of the summer or maybe it's about summer, something you like to listen to the summer, it will. I will count it. So feel free to send those suggestions to me on Twitter at Riff or Raff. Uh, you can send them to me on Facebook, Riff or Raff. Uh, you can send them to me on Instagram at Riff or Raff. Uh, or feel free to email them to me uh, at riffraff at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to your guys' suggestions. So this has been Riff Raff, and I really need to think of how to end every episode, but I guess um, I don't have anybody to say play me off. But uh, I guess I'll just do a little sweet... Just cue the cue the end credit.